Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will embark upon the subject, how could David be considered a man after God's own heart? Let us go to the throne of grace this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. We want to give you the glory and honor for all things. Father, we come today, Lord God, realizing that we were sinners, but we are saved by your grace. And Lord God, we thank you that you have given us, Father, your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Father, we come today, we ask you to bless your people through the words that will come forth out of our mouth. But let the Holy Spirit, Lord God, be the witness to their hearts and their souls and their minds, Lord God, that they will continue to seek your face and turn from their evil ways, Father, for we thank you and we bind Satan now in the name of Jesus. All his demonic forces, all his principalities, all the powers and rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness and high places, we bind it in Jesus' name, Father. We ask you to have your angels to be encamped about us as we continue, Lord God, to stand out and tell men and women that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, and that eternal life is in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, and we ask you to bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. How could David be considered a man after God's own heart? To understand why David was a man after God's own heart, we need to see what characteristics he had to qualify for such an exalted description. In the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul speaks of God's feeling about King David. After removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning him. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. Found in Acts chapter 13, verse 22. The answer to why David was considered a man after God's own heart is found right in the verse. David did whatsoever God wanted him to do. An obvious question is how should God still call David a man after his own heart when David committed such terrible sins, including adultery and murder? We learn much about David's character in the books of Psalms as he opened up his life for all to examine. David's life was a portrait of success and failure. And the biblical record highlights the fact that David was far from perfect. But what made David a cut above the rest was that his heart was pointed towards God. He had a deep desire to follow God's will and do everything God wanted him to do. He was not, he was a man after God's own heart. Let's look at some characteristics of David, David's life to discover what that entails. Part of why David's called a man after God's own heart is that he had an absolute faith in God. Nowhere in the scripture is this point better illustrated than in 1 Samuel 17, chapter 17, where David, as a young shepherd boy, fiercely slew the Philistine 
Goliath. Shortly before the duel, we see direct evidence of David's faith when David says, The Lord who delivered me from the paws of a lion and from the paws of a bear will deliver me from the hands of the Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. That's in verse 37. David was fully aware that God was in control of his life, and he had faith that God would deliver him from the impending danger. How else would one venture into a potentially fatal situation with such calm and confidence? David knew early in life that God was to be trusted and obeyed. As we see in scripture, David's faith pleased God, and God rewarded David for his faithfulness. Another reason David was a man after God's own heart is that he absolutely loved God's law. Of the 150 Psalms in the Bible, David is credited for writing over half of them. Writing at various and often troubling times in his life, David repeatedly mentioned how much he loved God's perfect word. We find a beautiful example of this in Psalms 119 verses 47 and 48. For I delight in your commands because I love them. I lift up my hands to your commands which I love and I meditate on your decrees. It is not hard to see his complete adoration for God's word. Also notice how David meditates on God's statutes. God granted David understanding and wisdom through daily meditation. We would do well to not only read God's word, but to also think about it throughout the day. For God loves us to think about him. Blessed are they that who keep his statutes and seek him with their heart. They do nothing wrong. They walk in his ways. That's found in Psalms 119 verse 2 and 3. David was a man after God's own heart in that he was fully and truthfully thankful. I wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar, O Lord, proclaiming aloud your praise and telling all your of all your wonderful deeds. Found in Psalms chapter 26, verse 6 and 7. David's life was marked by reasons of great peace and prosperity, as well as times of fear and despair. But through it all, but through all of the seasons of his life, he never fought, forgot to thank the Lord for everything that he had. It's truly one of David's finest characteristics. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks unto him and bless his name. Reference to Psalm verse 100, verse 4. As followers of Jesus Christ, we would do well to follow David's lead of offering praise through thanksgiving to our Lord. After he sinned, David, David was truly repentant. David's sin with Bathsheba is recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 11, verses 2 through 5. The mighty fall and David's fall included adultery, lying, and murder. He had sinned against God and he admits it 
In 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 13, David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. But admitting our sins and asking for forgiveness is only half of the equation. The other half is repentance, and David did that as well. Psalm 51 is David's prayer of repentance to God. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundance mercies, blot out my transgressions. Hallelujah. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. That's referenced in Psalm, verses, Psalm chapter 51, verses 1 through 2. 1 and 2, excuse me. In conclusion, David was a man after God's own heart because he demonstrated his faith and was committed to following the Lord. Yes, his faith was tested on a grand scale, and he failed at times. But after his sin, he sought to receive the Lord's forgiveness. In the final analysis, David loved God's law and sought to follow it exactly. As a man after God's own heart, David is a role model for all of us. Sisters and brothers, as I have read the account of David, we think about him being a shepherd boy and how he was brought into kingship. We realize that Saul had disobeyed God by not wiping out the Amalekites and, and offering God vain, vain oblations and things that God said he abhorred, and uh, he was removed. We realize that David also was placed very close to Saul. He was his musician, an armor bearer. He became very close friends to his sons, especially Jonathan. We realize that even David had an opportunity to slay Saul, but he said, I would not touch, I would not put my hands on the Lord's anointing. There are a lot of things that we can adopt through the characteristics of David. A lot of us, we don't mind putting our hands on God's people and putting our mouths against God's people and saying what they are and what they aren't. Only God can judge the heart. As it was when Samuel the prophet was sent to Jesse, he sent out his best looking, uh, gathered and strengthened those that was in the army, those that he felt that should be king, but they were not the ones that God had chosen. God looks inside the heart. He does not look as man does. He doesn't care anything about your family tradition. He doesn't care about the legacy of your people or how many churches you built, how many you pastored. He looks at your heart. And that's how we become in likeness of God by through his word and through his spirit. We cannot do anything that God has not given us the authorization to do. And if we do, we are doing it in vain. Yes, I had a problem. I said, Lord, how is this this man could be after your own heart when he's adulterated, adulterous, a murderer, a liar? He went into the land of the Philistines. He numbered the children of Israel. He did a lot of things that God did not allow him or wanted him to do. But he did it. A lot of people don't realize that that is a perfect will of God. And then there is a 
permissive will of God. David did a lot of things on his own, such as he was supposed to slay his son Absalom. And because of his neglect to follow the instructions of the law, he was ran out of the king his kingship. His son took his wives and made him ashamed throughout all of Israel. But God, God restores us. We are, have a shameful, sinful nature, but God, he heals us. He delivers us. He brings us to the forefront when we commit our lives to him and become to love each other as we should. Not because you give me a dollar, not because you look good, not because I can uh, use your reputation to get me to places. I'm going to look at God and his principles. I'm going to look to God who is the author and finisher of our faith. And that's what David did. So when we start judging who is after God's own heart or who God called, we make some very, very serious mistakes. I thank you today for listening to the podcast. May God continue to bless you. May he shine upon you. May he give you truth and peace in your heart as you go daily daily in your task to please God and become a person after God's own heart. God bless you.